How y'all like that new intro music? Oh, that's smooth. Smooth. We haven't figured out a way that we're going to like ease it in yet. But you know, we're trying different things. Uh, it's season four, guys. Season four. Man. Season quattro. We on a roll, man. We're on a roll. Um, so, y'all, we are finally just figuring out our mixer and how things work with this podcast. I think every mm-hmm. season... You're going to hear us add something or take away something and just make it all around better. So here we are. Season four, man. Season four. I don't know if they're ready. Um, I don't know if I'm ready. Yeah. To I'm be a, totally honest. I'm y'all, too. listen, y'all thought we were having hard conversations before. That was, that was an appetizer. <laughs> that was cute stuff. That was a snack. This season, we got some real stuff to talk about. And I mean real stuff. In fact... Some of these episodes, you might even be like, I don't even know if I want kids hearing this stuff. Oh, man. Yeah. That's how real we're about to be on this show. But first things first, it's season four. How you feeling? Oh, man. I'm just ready to be back in the one and only place that we're having the conversations that we all need, but we don't want to have. Exactly. It's the huddle. I don't and get if, that anywhere else, bro. Bro, just let me huddle. tell you, I've find myself trying to have conversations with people and i have to remind myself bro this ain't the huddle yeah it's not the huddle they're not ready to do that you're not gonna get it you gotta keep it smooth and keep it light light lighthearted but uh we're back to the place where we can have these real conversations and um as you know we first kick it off with hear me out what's going on in your world what do you want us to hear you out about i know you got something yeah oh man (laughs) um so If you have kids, you know me. I, this is probably I probably shouldn't say it, but I'm gonna say it anyway because it's the huddle. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay to um, not spare the rod if, you, if, you, if you're picking up what I'm putting down. AKA, it's okay to spank your kids. And I know everybody, you know the behavioral like you know we want to do the woosah, breathe it out, cuss me out, and just tell me how you feel parenting. But I want to let you know that there still is an alternative that does work. And um, I would suggest some of y'all start doing whoop they behind mm-hmm. yeah. whoop their behind. If you're listening to this, if you're watching this, guys, we are actually attempting to film this podcast again. Y'all already know how that goes. YouTube is literally a part of the logo for this show. And have we <laughs> put up one video of this? I think we've done two, actually. Yeah, we did two. Okay, but it hasn't been the quality. We have not captured the vision of what we're wanting. We're still growing and. Y'all know we have we have literally toured the entire panhandle with this show. Oh uh, yeah. So if you're watching this, I'm looking you in the eyes on the camera and I'm saying, whoop your kids. If you're listening, I'm telling you in your ear, whoop your kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. It. They'll they'll be all right. They they will survive and look, I get the trauma and all that stuff, but look, there is a lesson of pain that either you can teach your children with grace and love, or life will. Facts facts and honestly whoopings are okay we're here we got whooped mm-hmm. we're alive yeah and you're gonna go through a stage of of them crying or a stage of uh you know them being mad at you or whatever i hate to say it but there was a time that i said some pretty hurtful things to my mom because she spanked me but guess what we have the best relationship now yeah see it always works out it always works out in the end i feel that 100 percent on whooping you whooping kids and i think some adults need whoopings but that's a whole nother oh man some of them will say that's crazy but let's talk about something that's really crazy what you got something that's really crazy my life 
your life. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yes. Actually, I do have something. So, guys. You know, over the past week, first of all, I apologize that we are late. We are a week behind on premiering season four of The Huddle. But I had a death in the family, and I'll get into that later. And so I had to travel home. So after, like, one of the, the repasts, I think it was like mm-hmm. they went to another one of my cousin's house, mm-hmm. my cousin Tony's house. Shout out to cousin Tony. Um, my cousin's car was parked outside, and my uncle was kind of parked a few feet away from him. Oh, man. Parked. Not in the car. They're in the house. Parked. Dang. Someone from the street. I guess lost control of their car uh-huh. Hit my cousin's car so hard That it spun out of control And mm. smacked my cousin My my uncle's car Oh my gosh And like damaged both of their cars And the car that hit them flipped So first of all Obviously that's crazy But we pray that they're all okay yeah, There's yeah. car damage But you know For the person that hit their cars We pray that your life is um, intact I hope that you're healthy But I thought that was crazy Because yeah. Not only did you hit a parked car, but one of the parked cars were hit so bad that it moved and hit another parked mm-hmm. car, and they both happened to be my family. So, yeah. man, oh, oh, wait. So the person that hit the car was a family too? No. Oh, no. It's just that you <laughs> okay. hit. They hit my cousin's car, and my cousin's car hit the your hit other my uncle's family. car. Uncle's, okay, I got so, you. So yeah, that's so crazy. On the receiving end was the family. Exactly. Okay, that is crazy. It is. Because I think, man, with that story, we can even jump into what we're talking about today. Only you can do it. Bro, you already know when you, when your car gets damaged, you have to go through a grief process. That's true. But then, you know, you're alive, right? True. And so you got to give grace. Oh. And gratitude. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's crazy. That that's really crazy. Yo, man. listen. This topic is so I don't even know how to feel about it. First of all, y'all, it's episode one, season four. And like in true KOC fashion, when it comes to a podcast, nothing is feeling right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we're here. And uh, y'all got to give us some grace mm-hmm. and, be grateful and be grateful that we're back <laughs> <laughs> as we're grateful that you're listening. Because mm-hmm. um, we know y'all was grieving. Because we know y'all was grieving. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, I mentioned earlier that I went home uh, for a funeral. And most of you guys know, obviously, if you know me, you, you've heard of my grandma. You've heard me tell stories about her i think last season or two seasons ago i was Mm -hmm. talking about how she's in town and how i was spending some time with her so we ended the season and made sure that that was right um so she passed away and i knew that she was going to do that in august i remember god was telling me that he's going to take her away um and i was extremely hurt by that as Mm -hmm. you remember because i I came and i told you about it Mm -hmm. but um there was an interesting feeling that I had when I got the news. Of course, naturally, you're sad. But I found myself being super grateful for her life, her legacy. Cause, mm. I mean, we say legacy for a lot of people, but she truly has a legacy. Man, yeah. Like, she truly has a legacy um, that she leaves behind. And um, I found myself being just so grateful for mm. it. And because I was grateful in my grief, I had grace. Mm to go through the things that are obviously a part of burying a loved one. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, obviously I'm going to miss my grandmother, the one and only Lily Mae Gray. But 
I have so much gratitude. Man. And it was confusing because like, you know, I literally have been searching for mm. tears and and it's not that I'm insensitive to the death. I mean, for those of you who don't know, we were very close. She's my only grandmother. Mm. And um you know, I should not say that. My only grandmother that I have a relationship with. <laughs> Man, your face says it all. Yeah. Oh, I forgot we're filming too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. And so losing her, you know, it's 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 a sad thing, it's a mm-hmm. loss. But I was so grateful for the way that she got to go around mm-hmm. family. I was so grateful for the opportunity to know who she was. I was so grateful for the legacy mm-hmm. that she leaves, the memories that I was so wrapped up in gratitude that I really was able to handle the grief well. Yeah. It was yeah. a great it was a grace for it. It's the craziest feeling ever. Man, so grief, grace and gratitude. Mm-hmm. It's funny um cuz LA came up with with the title of this uh before we before we started, but grief, grace and gratitude. It's funny because you have to work backwards mm-hmm. um to get the benefits of what you were saying. Like it was that that spirit of gratefulness. Mm-hmm that gave you the grace to grieve yeah or or gave you the grace in grieving yeah um and so i think man i think that's so profound um that like it, it makes no sense because it's like how can i you feel like you have to grieve first before you can be grateful yeah but finding joy before you grieve or while you're grieving mm-hmm. gives you the grace to get through it um yes with, but like actually getting healed is what I, is what I mean. Cause some people grieve for really long periods of time until they, you know, someone can remind them to be grateful or the things that they should be grateful for. Mm-hmm. But you know, you know, this, you notice the people who, you know, honor somebody first up front before they, you know, talk about how much they miss them. Obviously. Um, those are the people that seem to be the strongest. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that are talking about what they did and, mm-hmm. and how they were grateful for their life and stuff like that. And it's like, how can they be so strong and, and, and just joyful during this time when, you know, even your description of the person shows that you were so close, Exactly. you know, but it's that gratitude, man, that's giving you the grace to grieve. Yeah. It's, it's a funny feeling. Like I said, I, I found myself literally searching for tears and I'm a, I self-reflect a lot. And so I'm not afraid to ask myself the hard questions. And Mm -hmm. so I'm like, you know, um, are you running from pain? Are you trying to distract yourself? And I mean, I had a lot of still moments where I sat there and accepted the fact that like my grandmother is gone. Like you will not call her on Saturdays again. Mm. Um, She's gone. But a lot of what prepared me for it was the grace. Mm. And the grace comes from the conversations that I got to have before she left. Mm. And she was so transparent about leaving Mm -hmm. with me that it prepared me for when it actually happened yeah like when when she came to town in august i knew that that was the last time i was going to see her man and so we spent every day together Mm -hmm. and i told her you know dreams that i had and and just like the things that the lord was doing in my life and with the ministry Mm -hmm. um and i had a piece about it because we know where she's going. We know that she would not trade where she is now to come back here for anything. Mm. I know that she lived a full life and I also know, um, what she would want. Mm. You know, I very rarely do people tell you what they would want when they go. Yeah. You just kind of have to figure it out or guess like, uh, this is what, 
um, she told me, like, I don't want you to spend time crying over me, mm. but just continue to live for the Lord. And so my gratitude kicks in from having those conversations, mm-hmm. knowing who she was, knowing what she stood for. Mm-hmm. And then you get to a point where you're so grateful because of the way that God blessed you that mm-hmm. you want to turn around and be a blessing to other people. Absolutely. And so now, while I won't mimic her steps or while I won't become a missionary or do all of these things that she did, there is still a responsibility that I have mm-hmm. in the ministry that I'm supposed to do and the life and the purpose that I'm supposed to live out. Um, you know, I can give back who she was in my way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whether that's being excellent at writing or excellent Mm -hmm. at speaking or continue to grow and love on others. Mm -hmm. You know, there is a responsibility and a work to be done. Mm -hmm. And because of the experiences that I had with her, I feel prepared to do so. Man, that that's amazing, bro. It sounds like I mean, you get so much from uh, what others would just see as a sad thing. Mm -hmm. You're getting so much wisdom like she's almost still pouring into you, still teaching you. from the other side of eternity mm-hmm. because you know you're remembering back on her life and the things that she stood for things that she instilled in you she's still giving back to you you yeah. know because you chose to you know by the grace of god to be grateful and to um honor her wishes and not grieving mm-hmm. and i think that was a teaching moment for her too or by her mm-hmm. to just say like don't grieve but pay attention to what god's doing yeah. when i'm leaving yeah. Yeah. And, and, and just so that I'm clear, like, because I know we have people who listen and especially with 2020 and COVID, mm. you know, who, who've lost certain loved ones and you might be listening and you're trying to figure out, OK, well, how do I get there? How do I get to um, not, you know, first of all, being grateful. And let me just say. Being grateful and having faith does not exempt you from the human experience. Yes. It does mm-hmm. not exempt you from wanting to shed tears or mm-hmm. even shedding tears. It's just that while you're in that process, you choose to 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 reflect on how good God has been to you. Mm. And you cannot have depression and gratitude at the same, at the same time. time. Mm-hmm. One will always trump the other. Yeah. And you have to choose like like the Bible tells us to be thankful in all things. in all things to give thanks you know and so maybe you are listening to this or watching this if this video makes it with with the technical difficulties that we have you know maybe you're watching or listening saying well how how can i be grateful i've had Mm -hmm. a tragic loss i've had a tragic thing happen to me and you know truthfully number one we pray for you and we pray for your comfort Mm -hmm. but in anything that happens to us i've been through so much this year things that i have not even expressed on this show um, or this podcast, rather, in all things that happen to us, there's always something that we can find to be grateful for because mm-hmm. someone always has it worse, you mm-hmm. know, and honestly, what you what you focus on is what will grow. Yeah. You know, I could mm-hmm. focus on the fact that, oh, I live out of state and I wasn't there when she made her transition. Mm-hmm. I could focus on like, oh, that was the last grandmother that I had in my life actively. Mm-hmm. Or I could focus on like, Oh, I wish I could ask her other questions or I could focus on the fact that, Lord, you gave me a grandmother Mm -hmm. who taught me how to read the word, who invested so much time and Mm. skill into my life. Um, You gave me an opportunity to spend with her in the last year of her life. Like there's so many other things that you can shift into gratitude. I even Mm -hmm. found myself being grateful for the way she died. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. to die at home with your family around in a pandemic, Mm. not in a hospital, not by yourself. 
to get to have a celebration of life, even though it's limited because of COVID, to get to have one, that's a blessing. Yeah. You know, and so like maybe you are watching this and you're trying to figure out how can I be grateful, you know, where where I'm grieving, where does gratitude come in? Find mm. something of that person's life to be thankful for. Yeah. You know, you got to experience who they were as a person. You're mm-hmm. not even having to live through someone else's stories of who that person are mm-hmm. or who that person was. You have your personal stories. I mean, there's something that we can find. Mm-hmm. Bro, what about like grieving a different type of death? Um, I'm reminded of um, someone we both know, Miss Sandra. Uh, she was describing divorce and she said, um, the best way she could describe divorce was it's like death is mm-hmm. what she said. Yeah. I remember that. What about grieving a marriage? What about grieving, you know, a spouse or, um, or even just any like relationship in your life that's still living? Mm. Like, what about grieving something like that? Uh, it just makes me think like, like I said earlier, going backwards. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. Yes. You have to process that pain, because those things are really painful. There's nothing worse than grieving somebody that's still breathing um, or grieving an idea that you're, you're still like looking at or seeing. And um, I think that's when gratitude is the tool that the Lord uses to help you give someone grace mm-hmm. so that you can properly grieve what was. Yes. Um, bro. Like, cause I think about people in my life, man. And, you ever been mad with somebody, but still just sad that it's gone too? Yes. Um, it's like, what do I do? Because a part of me still loves you, but I'm still so angry and I, and I'm like grieving what was in, in this relationship or this friendship or whatever it was marriage. But you know, what do I do? And gratitude, yeah. man, that's one of the ways that the Lord centers you back. That's very true. And, and, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to start this season talking about this, because I know that, like you said, outside of losing loved ones, mm. there has been so many losses. People have lost businesses. People have lost friendships. Mm-hmm. People have lost homes and cars and their mm-hmm. plans and um, the, the idea of the big wedding ceremony. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of loss that's, that's happening. Um, and I'm going to be real with you because this is the huddle. I lost church family mm. this year. As we know, okay? And so for a, for a while, bitterness was trying to take root in my heart. And mm. I was so upset at the way things ended that I never took the time to be grateful for the good times. Because yeah. yeah. even if you have a bad ending to something, even if it's a marriage or a relationship or a business deal or a friendship, mm-hmm. before there was bad, there was some good, yes. which is why you were a part of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For yeah. the most part, Everybody can attest to the fact that before things went crazy, they were good. Mm-hmm. And so I had to check myself and say, you're not going to act like, you know, being a part of this ministry and having these people in your life was all bad. Like right. at, it was good mm-hmm. at some point, mm-hmm. even though things ended abruptly, even though things didn't go the way you wanted them to go. Mm-hmm. You can find some good in it. And focusing on the good helps you to forgive because yes. you can look at people and say, yeah, things, you know, was a little whack the way this happened. Right? I didn't appreciate that. But you're still a good person. You mm-hmm. just had a bad moment that yep. sent us our separate ways. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't all bad. Right. Man, that reminds me of um, there's a message that uh, Stephen Furtick preached for Easter called That's Not All You Are. 
right. and how people, um, they judge Thomas. They call him Doubting Thomas yes. off of that one moment that he had. Yes. But that's not all that Thomas was. And, and just like those relationships, those things uh, of the past, they weren't all bad. They weren't no. all just the way that it, the way that it ended. No, um, so. not at all. And, and it's funny because we will be called Thomas Doubting Thomas, but he went on to have a great ministry like in India or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't call Peter cussing Peter. Right, right. And he straight denied <laughs> Jesus during the crucifixion and was cussing everybody out. Like, I don't know this bleep, 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 bleep. Like, yeah. we don't call him cussing Peter. Mm-hmm. Or we don't call him sinking Peter. Mm-hmm. Like, right, right. we don't call him ear cutting Peter. Uh-huh. Like, we call him Peter. Right, And right. sometimes people will define you by the moment. And that's, mm-hmm. what, that's what I'm saying for, like, if you're listening or watching whatever, you know, you have an abrupt ending. It wasn't all bad. It mm-hmm. wasn't. Even if, you know, I know people who's, who's, who... Like I said, had it worse off and and, and, and lost businesses and things. Mm. I think the grace kicks in when you understand that as bad as this situation is, God can still use it for my good. Yes. He can still. When I lost my grandfather, I went into a dark depression and it it seemed hopeless. Like it like Mm. I would never come out of that hole. But I'm sitting in the fruit of what that depression birthed. Mm. Like if like that's what activated my my obedience in surrendering to the arts it was a process but i'm sitting in i mean i wouldn't have had anything to write about or talk Mm -hmm. about like Mm -hmm. i'm sitting in the fruit of that so even in my grandmother's loss you know um losing her it's sad but god still can work all of this stuff together absolutely he still can use it for our good Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and and as long as we are you know when you have gratitude Gratitude births hope. Yes, bro, you just took the words out of my mouth, man. It births hope, and hope is expecting that something good can happen at any moment. Mm-hmm. Bro, you know the perfect example of this is um, Abraham. Mm-hmm. So the coolest thing about Abraham is, and you guys have heard us talk about this story on the podcast before, but with Abraham, mm-hmm. he was promised a son in his old age, yeah. had to wait 25 years for this son, finally receives a son. It seems like everything's cool. Then guys like, yo, I I want your son back. I want I want him back. And um Abraham's like, man, all right, cool. Right. Like so he has to he has to grieve his son while he's still being grateful that God could do the impossible. Mm-hmm. Like I think when we forget what God has already done or the good things that God has done, then we can't be grateful and we we don't operate in grace or or we're not hopeful. The thing about Abraham was he believed that even if he went through with killing his son, that God could um, raise him up. That's the faith that Abraham had Mm -hmm. because he was still tied to hope. Mm -hmm. And it makes me think he had to be grateful for what God had already done. Like God had already proved to him that he's way bigger than what he thinks and his expectations. So he's like, if God could give me this son in my old age, when I thought he couldn't, then he can surely raise him up. And so I'm going to be grateful for what, he, for what he's already done and hope that right now he's going to do something else. And then God, through grace, provided that um, ram in the bush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And, and I mean, you know, it sounds so cliche. I know, uh, you know, I'm very sensitive to pain and people's pain. And I take 
we laugh and joke a lot on here, but I do take this ministry very, very serious. Mm-hmm. And I take this podcast serious. And, you know, I don't, because I know that there's someone listening who's hurting and you, mm. we're on the other side of pain talking back yeah. to you. And I know when you're in the pain, mm-hmm. it seems like that's you, but this is my situation. Yeah. And I do want you to know that we are, I seriously pray for you because I know what pain feels like. Mm-hmm. And I'm just telling you, if you can find just maybe starting with one thing to be grateful for, Mm -hmm. it really does, excuse me, it really does like shift your, um, it shifts your focus Mm -hmm. and it, it, it it truly, you'll find yourself looking for something to be grateful for. Mm -hmm. In the beginning of, um, what had KOC started when we did the gratitude challenge? I think we were just starting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't even think we had done a systole yet, Mm -mm. but we, we did this thing called the gratitude challenge and I thought about bringing it back actually. What it was, was we were just finding five things every day to write down that we were grateful for. Mm-hmm. And it trains your mind because you, you know, in the beginning it's hard to list five things. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm running out of stuff, but it shows you how much you stop paying attention yeah. to things that, that God did that you can be thankful for. Mm-hmm. And then when you start, like I found myself in a lot of people were saying going through the day, looking for things to write down at the end of the day like mm-hmm. oh i can write this down and then the list grows and oh, then yeah. you need more than five spaces mm-hmm. and, and and it's like you know when you when you shift your focus to gratitude you like i said what you focus on will grow mm-hmm. you, you will magnify what you focus on yeah and and so when you shift it to gratitude it'll change and so whatever mm-hmm. pain whatever loss you're going through you know i found myself like i said when i lost friends and in, in church and all this stuff um it was hard, but I found myself being grateful. Number one, that no matter who left, God didn't. Right. And then number two, I was grateful for the time spent. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. grateful for the lessons that I learned. Mm-hmm. I was grateful um, that although things did not end the way I wanted them to, I did get to have the experience. Yeah. You know, I was I was grateful, mm-hmm. and that helps. That's right, man. Uh, I've been going through something similar, man. And uh, this past week, actually. I just been dealing with a lot of just frustration and I found yeah. myself complaining a lot uh, because some things that were unfair were, were happening. Um, and I was in a place where I just felt like, man, can I catch a break? And, um, and I was complaining to, uh, to Brenna and um, the next morning she was praying for both of us and she had mentioned just being grateful and, and stuff like that. And, um, and I just realized, bro, that like, Sometimes when you recenter yourself with gratefulness, you'll find yourself um, waking up in the promised land and you forgot that you were there. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> when yes. you like he's like, guys, like pause for just a moment and look around. You're living in the promised land. Mm. Um, some people would, you know, kill to live how you're living. And yes, these things are unfortunate, but still be grateful and I'll give you the grace to get through whatever it is you're going through. But, you know, don't forget, you know, some of us are, are living in the promised land yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. So um, I know that was me personally. I know everybody's situations are all different and there are some things that people are going through that, you know, a lot of people don't understand. But um, I mean, just speaking from the Western culture, if we and I know people don't like to compare but if we look at other parts of the world, yes. we're still living in the promised land of opportunity is really what that is. Opportunity to to make change and to and to get back up. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes 
people people have somebody standing on their back when they try to get up and we have the freedom to just do it if we if we will um at least in america um so that's what i've learned a lot of a lot with you know being grateful and and just me complaining a lot but the lord the lord is faithful and um he's patient and he's kind i don't want people who have much to you know feel shame about having things but um the lord will show you what to do with those things and and sometimes those could that could be the answer to yeah. whatever whatever you're going through yeah yeah so that's true and and, and like i said there is a grace there is a grace yeah. to be thankful. You can even pray and ask God to sh- give me something to be th- like, show me. I don't know why I keep yarning. <laughs> Excuse me. It's late. Show me something that I can be grateful for. Yeah. Show mm-hmm. me, show me how I can be thankful and, and God will do that, you know? And mm-hmm. like I said, this experience has been such an eye opener. I don't even think I'm done talking about how I feel. Mm. Um, and it's not you we are not exempt from shedding tears but it's just you have so much to be grateful for mm-hmm. um i think the tears have a different meaning when gratitude do. is is the heart they do i found myself crying tears of joy mm-hmm. like first of all she was transparent and wanting to leave mm-hmm. joy that you completed your race joy that we got a chance to be a part of such a life you know i don't have to live off of stories from someone else because i have some of my own mm-hmm. um and so like if you're if you're mourning the loss of business or whatever you know first of all let me just say this whatever you lose god can restore it in a way that you never thought mm, amen he never takes without replacing it with something better mm-hmm. and a lot of times what the enemy takes God replaces it with double. Mm. Um, and so, you know, be grateful for what you had, but also keep your hope. Keep mm-hmm. the expectation that what's coming is better than what's been. Mm. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, obviously when you lose a loved one, that's not saying that your loved one is coming back. Right. But the joy, the strength, the wisdom that you can get out of a loss, you can look around and, and if you were that blessed by that person, like I was thinking about this with my grandmother, she blessed me and so many people so much that I want to be that type of a blessing to mm. other people. Mm-hmm. And so when you put the focus on how can I be a blessing to other people, the joy that will come your way, mm-hmm. the peace mm-hmm. that surpasses all understanding, because mm-hmm. I don't understand how I have this peace. <laughs> I mean, I walked into the funeral home, I walked to the service, I went to the gravesite, and there was such a peace that mm. I could not understand. I. I the only way I can explain it was Jesus. I was like, this is, mm. this is God. This is peace that literally surpassed all understanding. I'm like, I should be crying right now. I should be, you know, having a hard time. And there's some of us, you know, I'm, I'm praying for our family. Obviously a lot of people are hurting and, mm. and we pray for your comfort and stuff. But at the end of the day, man, finding something to be grateful for changes the game. Mm-hmm. It changes the game. So. It's like what they say, man, uh, crying may endure for a night. But joy, joy comes, comes in the morning. morning. Yeah, it does come in the morning. Yeah, yeah. We, we I know we can attest to that, man. <sighs> yes, the night may seem long, but even now, morning is coming. It's coming. Morning is coming, and I love what um I think Israel Houghton said it one time. Morning is not necessarily what has an AM next to it. Mm. He said morning happens when you wake up. Mm. So, 
whenever we decide to wake up and say, hold on, God has been good. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Yeah, I lost the business, but I didn't lose God. Mm. Um, if God gave me that one, imagine what is coming next. Mm. You know, sometimes we just have to wake up and come to the realization that we have something to be thankful for. Yes. And mm-hmm. we can tap into the grace to help us realize what it is we can be thankful for. Mm-hmm. So, Bro, and I, I'll just tag this last thing on, man. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the... <laughs> One of the the best things, uh, revelatory things that that really helped me this week when I was really going through some frustration was knowing that um, the Lord's mercies are new every morning. Every morning. Um, His mercies for our sins, yes, but also his mercy and just giving us patience and and giving us grace, like you were saying, to grieve and, and to try again and some people have grieving processes where you, you know, you're up one day and down another and up one day. But but each day is a new opportunity mm-hmm. to um, to really just go to the father and, and have him heal you, you know, have him just touch you mm-hmm. and um, and even give you the grace to be grateful. I, I mean, sometimes I used to be so frustrated because I'd be like people would always say be grateful be grateful be grateful i'm like bro i can't i yeah. i mean it's so hard, it's hard for me right now it's yeah. hard um because i can't shake this stuff off and so i i got to the point where i had to start praying for a thankful heart mm-hmm. um like sometimes we sing like it's something we should already have or it's something that we can do in our own willpower if we try hard enough but sometimes we just need the grace to be thankful yeah. um and just say lord I know that this is something I should do. I want to be grateful, but I need your help. And uh, and that's where the grace kicks in. Mm-hmm. That's where we know we we have access to ask God for help. I always tell people he's the best dad ever. Oh, man. Because he yeah. will help you do your chores. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he will help you do what he Amen. told you to do. And, you know, perhaps you're listening to this and you're like, okay, great talk. How do I make this personal to me? We would not be the huddle if we did not leave you with strategy and um number one is always pray but i want to be specific with prayer pray for god's comfort the bible Mm -hmm. tells us that god is close to the brokenhearted Mm -hmm. and so if he's close why not why with that being said why would you if you were close to oprah and you had a financial (laughs) need at some point you're going to mention money you might not even directly (laughs) say oh i need some money you're going to just like check your account while she can look and let her see that you're in the negative. Yeah, you're like, yeah. Uh, man, <laughs> guess my life's going to get cut off today. <laughs> some money. You know, like, you're going to express that need. Right. And so with that being said, if we know that God is close to the brokenhearted, why not take advantage of his closeness and say, God, since you're so close, mm-hmm. I know you see my situation. Mm-hmm. I invite you in. Because he stands at the door and knocks. That's so right. let him in that situation and ask God in your prayer time to help you to be grateful. Ask him for the grace to to um, reconcile with that grief, to forgive, and to find something to be thankful for. Mm. So that's what I would say for prayer. Number two. Number two, I would say um, keep an even now praise in your spirit. Mm. What I mean by that is keep, a, a like L.A. was saying earlier, a hopeful um, expectation in your heart. Um just i mean and i guess that's something that comes from gratefulness mm-hmm. but um but yes just keeping even now in your spirit like i like that 
Lazarus's sister did and um, she said Lord yeah he died but even now mm-hmm. the Lord will give you whatever you ask and so um, it may be death um, or it may be something else but just an even now that God can bring something good out of what was yeah and um, you know number four this is going to be a little different email us yeah all right that's not four that's three three yeah three email us at k o c s the huddle at gmail.com mm-hmm. because grief is one of those things that sometimes you need to talk through yeah you need to talk through and i know that we you know are all quarantined and maybe you want to talk anonymously make a fake email if you feel like you want to be anonymous and shoot us an email mm-hmm. i have been through depression i have been through financial loss so many losses i've pretty much been through a lot of them um if you need a listening ear we are here like Mm -hmm. i email us and just whatever you feel like you need to type in that email let us know how we can be praying for you how we can serve you how we can point you to better resources because grief is serious grief is taking people out of the game people are literally dying left and right Mm. um sometimes self-inflicted because Mm -hmm. of the pain of grief because of the pain of loss, because of the pain of sorrow. And so I just want you to know that you can email us. You can mm-hmm. email us and talk to us about whatever it is that you're grieving. Yeah. Ask us, you know, LA, I need to go more in depth with this whole grace situation, or how do I go more in depth with this gratitude situation? So email us at K O C S the huddle at gmail.com. That's K O C S the huddle at gmail.com. That's all the strategy that I have. Did you mm-hmm. have anything else, bro? That's it, man. I want to say thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. I want to give a major shout out to one of my aunts, my auntie Nisi, who is in Detroit, Michigan. And she listens to the podcast, bro. She gave me her phone wow. and was like, how can I pull this up on my phone? Because I want to <laughs> finish catching up. And I told her, like, you know, season four is coming back soon. Um, to everybody who mm-hmm. listens all over the world, Bryson, um, uh, yeah, uh, Anthony, Anthony, T. James, and everybody who listens to the podcast, Abe, shout out to you. Um, who who's our first listener? Abe's cousin. Uh, oh man, um, gosh, Seth Meadows. Seth Meadows. How did I forget that? <laughs> I, I I had to remember that. You're Seth Meadows. Still. You're still a real one, man. <laughs> so uh, I just want to say thank you, guys. We are officially back. It is season four, and not only are we back with the huddle, but I'm gonna give you an exclusive. We are coming back to theater. We are, we are resuming with the illustrated sermons, and so you're going to hear more information about how you can be a part of that. Um, but yeah, shoot us an email once again at kocsthehuddle at gmail.com. Even if you don't have anything about grief, send us something. We'll read it on the podcast. We'll give you a shout out or something. You know, yeah. Just let us know how you're being blessed by the show. And um, we look forward to the great things that are going to happen this season. Season mm-hmm. four, like I said, is about to be off the hook. Mm-hmm. Get ready because next week's episode, we're going deep. Ooh, I so they're uh, ready. I, yeah, I don't even know if I'm ready. So um, <laughs> I'm in this thing with prayer and then we're going to get up out of here. Lord, we just pause and we say thank you for this platform. Thank you for this ministry. Thank you, Lord God, for uh, a team of people and supporters who listen 
thank you, God, for your words of encouragement that you've used us to speak. Thank you for using us as vessels. God, we're asking that those who are driving, let them make it safely to their destinations. God, we're asking that those who are hurting, those who are grieving, those who are suffering loss, that you be comfort to them, Jesus. We're asking that you keep them in your arms, Lord God, and remind them that you are close to the brokenhearted. Lord God, help them to find something to be grateful for, Jesus. Give them the grace, the strength to heal, to forgive, to let go of whatever the thing that you have them in the middle of. And Lord, we'll be careful to give your name the glory, the honor, and the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, y'all. We out. Peace. Peace.